0: Hi and welcome to Follow Baptist Church's weekly message podcast. My name's Luke Williams and I'm the lead pastor and we're thrilled to have you joining us. We hope the message today inspires you and helps you follow Jesus in your community for His glory. Here's the message. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. It's a really special day for all of us to celebrate you and what you contribute to our families. Uh, Obviously on this day I think about my own mother and the ways that she supported me and protected me growing up. And when I think of my mum's protection, I think of one story in particular. When I was in year seven, I'd just gone from a 40-kid school to a over 1,000-kid school in Castle, Maine. And when I started at this school, I thought, you know what, I need to establish myself. I need to make sure people know my name. And half of our friendship group came to me and said, you know what, you need to have a fight. That's the best way to establish yourself. It was like it was prison or something. And then half of our friends went to another kid named Michael and said, Michael, you need to have a fight to establish yourself. And they worked it so we fought each other at lunchtime. And lunchtime came around and and we got together and we had this massive fight. Lots of people around. No one won the fight because we ended up walking away halfway through because we were done with it. Because funny enough, Michael and I were actually friends. (laughs) Um, But afterwards, I walked away from the fight and I saw my twin brother there. And when I saw him, I didn't think, how good was that fight? And I didn't think, oh man, this is really dangerous. My brother's going to go and tell the teachers. The only thing that I was concerned with, the only worry I had was that my brother was going to tell my mum because I knew my mum's fierce love. And I knew that if she found out, one, I was going to get punished, but two, she was probably going to go to the school. And for all of you guys out there, when you're a year seven at school, the last thing you want is your mum walking into the school. So I went home and I was trying to convince my brother all the way home, don't tell mum. Sure enough, as soon as we walk in the door, he runs to mum and he tells her everything that had happened that day. I got punished for having a fight at school, but the worst part was 9am the next day, we weren't going on the bus to school. My mum packed us into the car, drove us to school, walked us into the principal's office and sat down and went off at the principal. You see, that day I learned something about mothers that I've learned since then every day as I see my mother interact and many others interact. It's that yes, mothers are, are gentle and kind and meek and, and nurturing, but there is a fierce streak in mothers that is guided by their love. That we need to watch. We need to. Well, I say we need to watch out for. But you know, what, we actually need to celebrate that fierce love of mothers. You see the graphic behind me of Fierce Love. And uh, as I was putting it together, I was I was experimenting with pinks and, and flowers and different ideas of, of of what you could put for Mother's Day. And I came up with this one because I really didn't want to go that route. I wanted to talk about the ferocity of a mother. And I ended up putting the video online of, of how I made it. And I actually got chastised by people uh, in a group in America that looks at church sermon graphics. And their biggest thing was, well, why would you make a graphic with so much black? This is Mother's Day. It's meant to be soft. Where are more pinks? We need more flowers. We need more fluff. And that's, I think, the problem is that when we talk about mothering, we only seem to talk about the gentleness and and the meekness and, and the nurturing and the kindness of mothers, which, by the way, is true. And that is there. But today I want to talk about the fierce love of mothers. You see, examples of fierce loves of mothers, all you have to do is, is when you see a child whose safety or well-being is in question, the fierce love of mothers comes out. I can tell you now as a youth pastor and many teachers out there would understand the fierce love of mothers. And so we should, because mothers love their children with such a ferocity, such a, um, a passion that they want to see the best thing for them. And if you stand in the way of a child's well-being and safety, you experience the fierce love of a mother. And we should. We absolutely should. And you know, I kind of liken the fierce love of a mother to a lioness. It's it's passionate, it's powerful, it's tenacious, it's persistent, it's fearless. I love how Agatha Christie says, she says, a mother's love is like nothing else in the world. It knows no law, no pity. It dares all things and crushes down remorselessly all that stands in its path. The fierce love. Of a mother is what I want to share with you today. And not that we should be scared of it, but we should celebrate it. This isn't just a concept, this is in Scripture. And I'd love to share an example of a fierce love of a mother from Scripture. And if I'm going to choose a mother, you know I've got to choose Mary, the mother of Jesus. And we see this example in John chapter 19, verse 25 to 27. It says this Standing near the cross were Jesus' mother. And his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from then on, this disciple took her into his home. It's a story we're familiar with. Jesus is hanging on the cross and Mary is standing there with John, the disciple who Jesus loves and she is watching her son be crucified. Where's the fierce love? Well, if you understand the fierce love in this, we have to look at the three rules to reading the Bible. You know, in youth, we've been talking about this. So youth right now, as you're watching, I want you to say the three rules with me. Context, context, context. We have to understand the context. If we don't look at the context of scripture, we can't understand what's happening. It's like walking in on a movie halfway and not really understanding what's happening because you haven't had the scene set for you. So it's, uh, it's imperative for us that we understand the context of this scripture. And the context is, is that Mary was in danger. You see, the fierce love in this scripture is that Mary was there at the cross. That's the fierce love. You see, the disciples were hiding for a reason. Apart from John, all of them had run away and were hiding from the cross and from the, from the people who were the Roman soldiers who were there crucifying Jesus. There is a reason that Peter denied Jesus three times. Because anyone who was associating with Jesus would have been arrested and or killed. But for Mary, when it came to her son, her fierce love kicked in. And she stayed there until Jesus breathed his last. This is the fierce love of a mother. She wasn't worried about her own safety. She wasn't worried about what people would say if she was there with Jesus. She was there because she loved her son. And that trumped everything. You see, fierce love trumps everything, it is not dictated by circumstance. It is not dictated by circumstance. And I think it's really important for us to understand this fierce love of a mother because the reality is and the truth we have to really understand is that the fierce love is a vital and fundamental facet of the character of God. And through this Mother's Day message and we're looking at fierce love and we can look at all the ways that mothers are are passionate and fearless and tenacious, we have to understand that's the character of God. Genesis 1:26 says, Then God said, let us make human beings in our image to be like us. When we look at the character of God, we often look at fatherhood. We look at strength and protection and boldness and authority. And we should because that's part of who God is. But seldom do we look at the character of mothers, their kindness, their gentleness, their nurturing nature. And of course, their fierce love. It is the character of God. Fierce love is who God is. In Luke 15, 1-7, we see a a fantastic example of God's fierce love. You see, Jesus is is sitting with, with notorious sinners, with tax collectors and prostitutes. And the religious men and the Pharisees come up and they're having an issue with Jesus sitting with these people because they're sinners. They shouldn't be associating with a rabbi. And Jesus tells this story. It's a famous parable. He says tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such sinful people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go and search? For the one that's lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God over the 99 others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Where's God's fierce love in this? You see, one thing that I find really interesting about this piece of scripture, and again, context, 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 is the way that Jesus poses this question. He says, if a man loses uh, his 100 sheep and loses one, won't he do it? Won't he leave the 99 and go and find the one? Won't he leave them, not just in a pen, but in the wilderness and go and find the one that's lost? He poses it as a question. And if you're in century, first century Jerusalem, you know what the answer should be, No, Jesus. No, he wouldn't. If there was a hundred sheep and one goes missing, no, the shepherd won't leave the 99 and go and find the one. Because that's his livelihood. That's his income. Why would he leave 99 to go and find one? Surely you would scratch that off as a loss and say, well, at least I've still got 99. You wouldn't leave the 99 and go find the one. But Jesus is showing them an upside down world. You see, this is a parable And a parable comes from the Greek term paraboli, which is two words, para and bole. Para meaning alongside, like parallel lines, and bole means to cast or throw. To cast alongside. And that's what a parable is. Is Jesus is helping people understand the kingdom and he's helping them understand the character of God. Now, if he just told them plainly, they wouldn't understand. So he uses stories of things they would understand and casts it alongside the character of God so they can understand who God is. And Jesus is living this upside down world. And he says, you know what? Maybe not everybody would leave the 99 to go find the one. But God will. God would. And it sounds crazy that that God would leave 99 to go and find the one. It sounds scandalous that God would leave the 99 to go and find the one. It sounds upside down and backwards and not right that God would leave the 99 to go and find the one until you are that one. And then you are thankful for the fierce love of God. You see, it's only a fierce love that has God passionately pursuing the one. God loves us with passion and, and a deep connection. But more than anything, it's a fierce love because he wants you. He wants us. And my encouragement to, to mums today is this, is that as you show gentleness and kindness and meekness and that nurturing nature that is so famous of mothers. Don't forget that fierce love. Don't hide it away. Don't think that it makes you forceful and unlikable. That is a characteristic of God that is put in you. You are a living and walking parable. It's your character. It's your fierce love that helps us to understand the mighty character of God. So on behalf of all the dads, on behalf of all the brothers and the sons and the sisters and the daughters and the aunties and uncles and everybody, to all mums out there, on behalf of this world, I want to say, thank you, mum. Thank you. Thank you for being kind and showing me that God is kind. Thank you for showing me your gentle nature and showing me that God is gentle in nature. Thank you for showing me your meekness. And that God is meek. Thank you for nurturing me and showing me that God nurtures. But thank you for your fierce love. Because it shows me that God fiercely loves me. Pursues me passionately. And when I'm in trouble, when I need help, God is going to stand in the gap for me. So mums, I say thank you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for all the mums out there. I want to thank you for their nature. I want to thank you for for their fierce love, God, that you've put in them. And God, through their fierce love, we can see you. We can see that you passionately pursue us, that you will stand in the gap, that you will fight for us with ferocity, God. I thank you for instilling that in our mothers who look after us and care for us. And God, for those mothers right now who are missing their children in this pandemic, God, I just ask that you would bring peace to their spirit. That you would love on them. And that you would remind them that they are living, walking parables. And encourage them in that walk, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning in to Follow Online. To stay updated, go to follow.church. As the people of God, let's stay connected and follow the words of Jesus to love one another.